Hey everyone, welcome to the Mystic Mindcast on Anchor and various other podcast platforms on the interwebs. Welcome from the world abroad. It's your host, Michelle. Uh, first of all, today we're going to talk about something I'm kind of a very, actually, kind of very, very passionate about. It's going to be about uh, basically the situation. So I, I'm just going to give you a little brief uh, synopsis, but it's about, basically it's about you know that cast where I mentioned about trade versus paid and how the one of the, the situations out here is there's a lot of free work, quote unquote free work going on. So I'm going to talk about that today. I'm going to talk about, I got some notes I wrote here, not much, but so I'm going to talk about the problem, the solution, and that's pretty much it. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to put some stuff in between, but for the most part, that's what I'm going to talk about today. So welcome to Mystic, Mystic Mindcast, and I will catch you next segment. Alright, welcome back. Uh, so what what am I doing right now? I'm sitting in my car after work. And it was a long day. I'm glad it's over. But I've had this on my mind for quite some time. Not just today, but today kind of it kind of just like uh it kind of just like you know you have a pot on the stove and it's boiling, right? Now, you might have put more water in there than you're supposed to, so what happens, it starts to boil over and makes this mess. That's kind of that's how, I, how I envision this, how, I, how I'm seeing this right now. Perhaps any photographer or artist, it doesn't have to be a photographer, but since I am a photographer, I like to talk about photography matters, and this is one of them. And for the most part, there's a lot of people doing trade work or quote-unquote free work out here. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I mentioned many times in a cast that, or even just, just in general, when I shoot, I shoot a lot of trade and I do it to grow my portfolio. I have, I have, <laughs> I can't talk today. Okay, so I have... Being as a, as a result of growing my portfolio, I've been looking for ways to strengthen it and develop it. And trade is the way to do it. Now you don't have to you don't have to necessarily do trade to build your portfolio. You can still you can get paid to build your portfolio, but I don't necessarily recommend it if you're just starting out. So let me get into the nuts and bolts of this thing here. Because I was actually talking to a photographer today, and we were just briefly discussing about the situation here in Hawaii. And yes, I don't think it is something that's just inclusive to us. That's oh, we're just the only ones. 
there are other places that I've noticed where it ha- uh, it is happening. Uh, normally, it's places where, like Seattle, for example, I think is another a good example of how there's a lot of people that trade work versus paid work. Again, I will harp on this till the freaking horse dies. And according to PETA, that's bad. It's a figure of speech, guys. That's all I'm saying. I will keep harping on this. Because I, you know, I have built 99% of my portfolio on trade. And like I said, I don't, I have nothing against trade. Nothing against trade. Everybody learns doing trade. The photographer, the makeup artist, the model, the hairstylist, whoever else, the, the, the visionary person. We all do trade from time to time, and there's nothing wrong with that. This is not what this is about. What I'm talking about is purely a problem. This is the problem. There are a lot of, whether you call them models, wannabes, or whatever. There's people out there that take advantage of artists, photographers, whatever. There's people out there that do take advantage. And that's what I want to talk. That's what I I want to address. And it's not just that. So the other thing is, there's a lot of photographers that, and I, I, you know, I, I'm not to say that I've never done it before, that I've never like undervalued my work. I still, I'm still, that's something I'm still working on, but I see it more. I see it as clear as day more than ever that I undervalue my work. I undervalue my time. No, despite all the gear and everything that I have picked up, and I have to pay money for this stuff. So I have stuff that I'm still paying for. So let me, let me, I'm gonna get to the solution. I'm gonna get to the valuation of time and effort. I wanna talk about the problem though. When I was starting out, okay, and understand, I started a year ago, a little over a year ago now. I started doing trade shoots. I did a lot of trade shoots, but I did group shoots. I did so many shoots, and that's very good. So if you're just starting out, that's a good way to get in, get in, get in the deep end, and start developing your craft. Sharpening your sword, getting out there, doing as many shoots as possible until you become good, until you figure out what style. And that comes. The style comes. But I digress. Nothing wrong with that. I did it. I started out. I was doing it. A year later, present day, present day, you know, it's not just the fault of the models. It's not just the fault. I'm only going to say that. So a lot of it has to do with photographers, artists that don't value their work. They don't value their time. They spend all this time 
Excuse me. <coughs> trying not to catch a cold, but I think it's an allergy. It seems more like an allergy. But anyways. Uh, I myself, I'm going to use myself as an example as well as other people that I, I know or known. That when I started out, I was just like, I don't think I'm good enough. And no, I wasn't. But you know what? I worked. I strive. I pushed myself. I pushed my art. I pushed my vision. And so I got to a place where I, I am content for the time being. But I'm always, always still pushing my boundaries and my, and my limits. But I've come to a point where in most situations, and I would say 99% of the situations I, I feel that I'm in, I could get paid for. Why do I say that? Because I look at I look at magazines, I look at publications, I look at stuff other photographers are putting out. I, I see stuff from subpar photographers they get paid for their work why is it so hard to get paid for your work now understand I am in no way a like I'm not like a freaking like business like entrepreneur 100% push 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 granted I did go to college for international business I am not that person so my style in business is a little different. I approach people a little differently when it comes to business. I'm not Donald Trump, okay? And I don't want to be. I'm just saying his style is like, it's really, really like in your face. You know, I'm not that kind of person. And if I was, I could, I, I could probably kill it out here, for real. And there's people that do. That's people that do it without doing that. So, back on track. Why is it hard to get paid? Out here. I know the problem one is in myself. I blame it partly on myself. Because I take on probably a lot more trade work than I should. One. And I'm not the only one. And like I said, I talked to other photographers about it. And that's, that's one of the problems we have, is that we do a lot more trade work than we really should, quote-unquote free. Now, I've already explained to you the pros, the pros of doing trade work. I've already said, hey, there's nothing wrong with doing trade work. I love trade work. I love doing something that I can collab with a model, makeup artist, hairstyles, or even other photographers on. I love that. I'm not knocking that. What I am, I'm going to just keep harping on this. What I am talking about is that when, and I I, I made this statement to the photographer today. I said, you know, practice is great, but there comes a time when it's no longer practice. And then I know I partly, like I said, partly it's my fault. Partly is the fault of photographers that just don't know. They don't know how to put themselves out there as a business. And not everybody wants to do business. At, you know, Some people want to do it for fun. It's the same thing with models. 
a lot of moms don't want to like do it for like a thing. They 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 just want to do it for fun. A lot of a lot of moms are just you know college students. You know just they're just getting out there. You know putting themselves out there. You know they're doing something that's gonna like be like body positive or you know gain them like respect or something. I don't know. There's a lot of reasons that models and photographers or whatever they do photo shoots. I mean. I don't knock that, you know, I, like I said, I do trade work, I don't mind it, if you're looking to shoot, you know, send me a DM, and we'll talk, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm gonna do it, but we can chat about it, so, <coughs> excuse me, that's probably loud as fuck, so, where, I mean, how can we fix this? Because, and again, it is our fault. You know, we we do a lot of trade stuff that we could do paid stuff. And it's not just our fault. It's also the market. The market is different out here. One photographer said it's very difficult to make it if you're not doing weddings. I don't think, personally, I don't think it's impossible. I've seen photographers do boudoir which is like, it's an intimate form of photography, right? Which is something I'm, I'm looking at getting into and looking at doing a lot more, so I have a high demand for boudoir right now. So that means that I'm developing a portfolio for boudoir, which means I will most likely be doing a lot more trade for it. Doesn't mean I'll be doing it all the time, but because it's a high demand, and something I want to strengthen my portfolio, I will probably be doing a lot more trade of boudoir. That's just an example. If you're starting out as a photographer, you don't know, for example, when to do trade or paid work. A good indicator is if you're weak in it, you should probably strengthen your skills, do a little bit more trade. And if you can, you get paid to do it, and do a great job, go for it. It's better than nothing. Excuse me. Speaking of which, there was a photographer, I'm not gonna say any names. There's a photographer in the one of the face group. One of the Facebook groups that I am a member of. And she was putting this uh this sale up in the group. Now keep in mind the group mostly consists of models and photographers. And I would bet that 90% of the models in there only do trade work. Now, and maybe even 95%. There are the 5% that are different. There are, I would say, anomalies. When I say anomalies... I'll say either one, they'll pay for the shoot, or two, they will make you pay for the shoot, which is something I'm going to talk, I'm going to continue, I'm going to talk about this, um, models that make photographers pay for shoots, I'm going to talk about this, so she puts this flyer up, you know, she's like, you know, I'm gonna do this for like, you know, 35 minutes or an hour. I I, I forgot the, uh, the details, but what I noticed was that she's offering like 
some ridiculous amount of photos, I think 20, 25 photos for a very low rate. If you think about it, and we're talking about family photos. I think it's family photos. It wasn't anything. I think it was like, no, it was engagement photos. That's what it was. So it was engagement photos. She was offering like 25 photos for a very cheap price. I mean, great, you know, for people that buy it. And this is one of the things that I've learned. Um, well, because she posted that, there were a number of individuals, including myself, that said, hey, you're charging way too less and you're doing a lot of work. Why, why is that? Why was she charging that much for all the work? Because I'll tell you, I used to be that photographer. No, I didn't charge that much for it. But my first, before I mention the number, actually, I'll just say the number. So when I, when I first started doing trade work, <coughs> I was offering like 21 photos at least for trade. And it's, it wasn't a bad thing, but it also wasn't a great thing either. The good thing about it was the more photos that I had with the model, the more chances of them being posted, shared, or whatever on the social media platform, which would in turn get me more um, it would get my name more out there. That's the good thing. The bad thing about that is, well, not necessarily bad, but it gets to a point, and I had to edit all these photos. And back then, I didn't use Photoshop. So it was more like a quick, okay, do this slider, make this darker, expose this a little bit more. Um, and that was it. I did, I did very little retouching. It was mostly the style that I messed with. And it was fine when I was just doing that. You know, 21 photos I can get through pretty quickly. Present day, I can't do 21 photos anymore. And the, mo the main reason why is I use Photoshop and I do retouching. I add stuff to accentuate the lighting in the photo and depending on the photo and what kind of style it is it may take me at least 30 minutes a photo if not more sometimes less sometimes I can knock it out like bang them out bam 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 but keep in mind if I'm doing 21 photos you, you do the math the good thing is about editing 21 photos is not the fact that you get more uh, more of a limelight. That is one. That is one great reason, yes. And that I have built my general Instagram page to a almost 900 followers. Which is something I don't... I wouldn't say I don't care about it, but I'm not really focused on it so much anymore. Back on point. So anyways, the good thing about it, you know, 
is learning the craft, learning the software, learning, and again, it took me time to learn Lightroom initially, and then it took me a lot more time to learn Photoshop. Just doing the various things to make the picture look incredible. And that takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. You, you can't learn Photoshop overnight. Yeah, you can learn some pieces of Photoshop overnight, and I've done that. But even then, it takes time to become proficient. It's like, okay, I don't have to rely on a tutorial anymore for certain things. I know how to do it. But it takes time, and it takes exercise, it takes practice to, to get to that point. So, the editing portion of it, if you want to stress test yourself, is just, I wouldn't say put so much of a burden on yourself, but doing enough, but not doing too less where you don't have good presentations. So I have a balance. I have pretty much over time, I have developed a balance and it depends on the job that I'm doing. It depends on if there is a lot of editing versus, okay, it's not that bad. And if it's not that bad, I will offer more photos on a trade shoot. If it is, I offer less because it's going to take me that much more time. That means the photos themselves are much more valuable. You got to think about this stuff. Believe me, it's taken me time to get to this point. That's one of the things I'm thinking about now is the value of the photos, the value, the much time and effort put into the photos, and you, and no, I wouldn't say my prices are optimal, but they're way better than they were when I first started. That's one of the ways you're gonna learn how to value your time and your work, your effort. Once you start thinking that way, I know I'm. I'm giving solutions right now, but <coughs> that's actually part of the solution segment. We'll, we'll just play it by ear, but that's one of the things I, I, I've had a revelation about coming up with that. And it's kind of like it's it's a mental calculation of anything. It's it's nothing. It's nothing like solid about it. It's just like you know, if I, I if I know I got to do this much work, then this is how many photos I'm going to offer. And I put that in every trade agreement that I do. Most of the time, my base number is gonna be 12. Yeah, I know, that, that's, that's like, uh, what is that, trade secret? I mean, I want people to learn. You know, yes, I will have my secrets. I will have, you know, my, my business, my business plan, whatever. I'm not gonna put it all out there, but, the experience is what I'm going to put out there. It's what I going. It's what I'm going to do to make sure that I'm not only happy with the product, that everyone's happy with the product. But you can't always make everybody happy. This is another thing. <laughs> the other problem is, and it was a huge one for me, is trying my hardest, busting my balls, busting my ass to fulfill the model's needs. And then, and this has happened 
time after time, and it doesn't happen all the time. Rarely it happens, but I work and put you know put all my effort into a photo. It'd be a trade shoot, and the model doesn't post a damn thing. It's like, what was the point? It's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna post my I'm gonna post my favorites of the shoot. You do whatever you want. And it's not even the fact that the model's pissed off. Half the time, the model doesn't say shit. There's no rhyme or reason why they didn't post the photo. Maybe it, it doesn't uh, fit in their criteria on their Instagram or something. You know, I don't know. I don't know. If I got a straight answer, that would be great. And I, I always ask for feedback. Or well, at least now I do. I didn't always used to ask for it, but I asked for feedback, you know. Is there is there something I can do? That's customer service, right? Especially if, if I'm dealing with clients. If I'm dealing with clients, it's a different story. But it's a collaboration, and this is what we agreed on, and then for some reason, why why you know, why is there a problem? Why why is there an issue? I, I sometimes I'll never get an answer. In fact, I had a trade shoot. Because I'm going to give another example here. But I had a trade shoot. And I, I I needed to be a trade. I asked for a donation. I never got a donation, by the way. I never got a donation. The model said, hey, I'm going to give you a donation. I'm, you know, hard times, whatever, I don't know. But I'm going to give you a donation. So, all right, whatever. I think to myself, I'll, I'll believe when I see it. And I've never, I'm not... Ever to this day, I haven't seen it yet. I wouldn't mind a donation, though. Maybe I should start asking for donations on uh, trade shoes. Even if it's food. I think that would be cool. Anyways, we do the shoot. It's a studio shoes, basically headshots. Fairly easy. The lighting, got the lighting down. Actually, it took me a while to get the lighting right, but finally got it down. And the shoot was... Liggity split. All I needed was flash, good camera, you know, and uh, got the camera going, flash, everything, and I think it was great. Here's where the problem came in. The model, the shoot was simple. <clears throat> it wasn't even anything that I was going to get. I was doing it basically out of the kindness of my heart, and... For the experience, I needed I needed to get experience in doing headshots, and it was a test shoot. Anyway, so it was a test shoot. She showed me what she needed, exactly what she needed. She needed headshots, and this was like she gave me the uh, the dimensions. So there was a, a close up, a mid, and a full, and there was like three two pairs or well two triplets, something like that. We did it. Okay, so I go and edit it. And, uh, well, first of all, she takes forever getting back to me. I was like, you know what? I'm putting you at the top of the pile here. I didn't have to do that. She's like, oh, I need the photos, like, you know, ASAP. What I should have said, like, you know, you want these photos? That's on me. What I should have said is if you want these photos any sooner... It's going to cost money. That's what I should have said. No, I did not. I busted my ass to get the photos out 
luckily there were only like four or five total photos and they took a while actually they didn't take as long as I thought but they did take time I just knocked them out bam 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 next thing you know I get uh, a message back, you know, about, oh, you know, can I, you know, use my uh, own editor, you know, for this? And, like, well, she mentioned it before about it. It's like, oh, mentioning getting her own editor. I'm like, okay. I okayed that. I was like, you know what? I got to a point where, you know what? You know what? Photos, first off, it's a test shoot. Test shoot, they don't want a freaking Hello Photoshop photo. And I did very minute editing. I got rid of back to the eye, not like excessive, like she's still looking at her, but she basically said I did a horrible job without saying it. Basically. She wasn't happy. I was like, well, I don't want to say this, but I was like, well, it's not my face. And if you compare the photos to what they were, to what they, what I made them to, I would say I did a hell of a good job. And other people would agree because I showed them the photos. Like, yeah, hey, yo, this is what she told me. And I was like, you know, if you're doing a test shoot, you can't be walking in there with, you know, your face all blurred out. Because it's fake, right? It's not you. And so it's an agency that's wanting to hire you. You can't just, you can't, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong on this. But if a model says, I need you to Photoshop my face, I need you to, like, make it look magical, would the agency accept that? Yes or no? And I told her, I, you know what? I made the photo. This is a great representation of you. Okay? And for some reason, she wasn't happy with it. I don't know if she's having a bad day. Anyways, I don't plan on working with her again. And if we do, it's going to be a paid shoot. But from the sounds of it, it doesn't seem like she would pay anyway. So she got a free shoot. <coughs> I guess that's what you would call two definitions of a job well done. Because if you ask me, I fucking killed it. That's all I'm saying. If you ask anybody else, because I like to share my work, you know, hey, you know, was this a bad job? Most people would say, no, it was a good job. So I don't know. So that's a, a prime example of busting your ass for a model and not even getting a donation, like even for the hard work. Not even for donation. She was late for the shoot. I don't give a shit if you gotta take the bus. Okay, granted, she had to take the bus. Buses aren't exactly fast, but at the same time, you plan it out. Traffic wasn't bad that day, and I know traffic can be brutal out here. Anyways, she was late, probably about an hour and a half. For the shoot, not even a paid shoot. If it was a paid, I'm like, you know what? I'm taking my ass to bed. You know, and I had a client actually was late to a shoot, 30 minutes late to a shoot. And I'm like, oh, whatever, I get paid the way. 
you know, it was just 30 minutes shorter. And it made it work. It was cool. But anyways, so another un, un um, she said that she was happy, or rather, she thought it was a great vibe, etc., etc., etc. But that's what she was telling me. It served no purpose for me other than the fact I got experience doing the shoot and the editing, and working with somebody that I didn't work with before. Those those photos will never see the light of day. At least not on my feed. Simply because of that. And it doesn't help. It's just a, this is headshots. I'm not interested in doing headshot work. I can do it, yes, but that's not what I'm interested in doing. It's not my focus. I'm going to get to that as um, one of the solutions. I'll give you another example. Oh, you're going to love this. A model coming from the mainland U.S. out here, just vacation, you know. She, uh, her sister was doing a wedding. Let's just give you a little backstory. Anyway, she's like a modeling coach or something. <clears throat> she likes some of my polls. I was like, you know, uh, a friend actually referred her. A fellow photographer referred her. And I reached out nonchalantly, you know, hey, you know, you liked a lot of my photos, are you interested in shooting? She was like, yes. And I was like, awesome. So, and I was kind of laid it down a little bit, you know, just if, he, if she had any ideas, because I'm like, well, it, I'm not exactly reaching out. Like, I need you. I need to collab with you to do something. That's a different story. I was asking her a question. Would you be interested? It's like, if I go on the street and be like, hey, can I take a picture? And they say, yes. I say, well, can I take a picture, but it's going to cost you. That's pretty much how this this this, uh, this panned out. I asked her, you know, if we could do a shoot, we plan the day, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I, you know, I was sitting on the toilet, I think. And I was like thinking to myself, you know what? This is a prime opportunity where you should probably charge money. Why, did, why should this be a trade shoot? Because you already know what the result. I already, I've done enough beach shoots, bathing suits, whatever shoots. Where it, whereas I'm pretty proficient it's like, there's no way I'm going to F this up. Unless my camera just stops working or something. Something crazy. I lose a memory card. And right at that shit happens. So I'm not trying to jinx it or anything. But I'm just saying, that will be a catastrophic event. Totally catastrophic. <coughs> Let me wrap this segment up, though. Because I'm, I'm, I need to go home and get some food and... Some vitamin C. So, here's the kicker. I tell him my rates, and you know, just as we were talking about it in the group chat with my other fellow photographers, I got crickets. I know, I know she looked at it because in the IG message, you can tell when somebody sees your message, right? So I know she looked at it. 
I got nothing back. Crickets. Nothing. I told my rate, nothing back. It wasn't even a consideration. It's like, oh, all she was looking for was to get some free photos. Are you shitting me? And you know what? It happens all the time. This is not something new. Especially, okay, you got, Grant, she does good work and she's a, she's a posing coach. Okay, I give that to her. Which means we could probably do a trade shoot. But the way I saw it, I had a very busy weekend and I could squeeze in a shoot. But I was busy and I wasn't exactly feeling like 100%. Like, I mean, not to say that I'm going to charge money because I'm feeling like shit. I'm saying that I got a busy weekend and I could be doing something else. That was a justification for charging. As well as the fact that I've done this shoot, that, that type of shoot before. Those are justifications of why you should do a paid shoot. And that's, that's why I justify doing a paid shoot. What happens? Do you want to know the end of the story? I'll tell you what the end of the story. So, she never responded back to me. And the friend that referred her to me as well as other photographers, um, he ended up shooting with her. I'm pretty sure it was for free, for trade, whatever. And one other photographer that I know of that does great work. No, I don't know exactly what went down on that shoot. It seemed like a nude shoot. Which in a lot of cases, the photographer is paying the model. Now, I told you earlier that... Now, I kind of jumped the gun on this, but... So, what, what do you see as a problem here? Another photographer, the photographer I was talking about earlier, he mentioned it. He said, you know, the model is going to jump ship as soon as you talk money. Jump ship to some other photographer that's going to do it for free. A.K.A. trade. That's the problem. That's another problem. Take, take notes. Take notes, fellow photographers. Take notes. The models are playing the game. The ones that know how to play the game. Not all of them. There's some really good models out there that uh, they appreciate our work. They appreciate our time. They do. There's a lot of good models out there that do. And I appreciate them. And I would say them all by name, but I got way too many to mention right now. It's the five... It's No, I wouldn't say the five percent, but it's the models that don't. It's like, oh, you have great work your work is amazing but i won't pay a dime for it because i can get it for free what is wrong with that yeah i'm i'm venting right now no this is not an angry cast i'm telling you how it is and if you don't see it you're gonna get taken about you're gonna be eaten alive out here or anywhere for that matter i want everyone i want every photographer that's listening to this because I'm telling you right now that if you undervalue your work, somebody else will. Whether it's a model, whether it's an agency, 
It don't matter. They will undervalue and they will pay you as much as you think you're worth. I am very passionate about this. One of one of the things I'm gonna work on and not just the new year, but the next few weeks, building my business plan so I can take it 24, 24-7. I'm telling you 500. If you undervalue your work, you will get exactly the type of clientele that undervalues your work. I'm telling you, that was the conversation today. And that's been the conversation because a lot of us are just fed up. You know, I, I like I said, I told you, I don't mind doing trade. I love doing trade. I love doing collaborations with models or muses even. It's when we get taken advantage of, that's a different story. And that's just a few of the problems. There's a few of the issues. I know that the modeling scene is another issue out here. That's something that, and I got to make a SWOT analysis. SWOT analysis, if you don't know, in the business realm, as strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and um, what's the other one? Opportunities and threats. Weak. Okay, so strength and weaknesses is an in, in internal thing. Opportunities and threats are external. The threat is the modeling scene is weak out here. The real models that the real models and marketing types that know they know this. This is a fact. This is not fake news. This is a huge issue out here. What that means is there is an influx. And I told you, I mentioned this earlier about there's a lot of models, you know, just you know, just doing it out of college, whatever, maybe make some extra cash be part of that 5% that actually charge money for their modeling, you know, their time, etc., etc. Um, that's, that's one of the threats out here. At the same time, there is opportunity. So it's not, it's just, if you're in business, you gotta know where to go, what to focus on, and if there's something, for example, and I, I guess as I, I should probably leave, leave this for the next segment, but that's one of the issues of I mentioned about you, um, I can't talk, I, I mentioned about all the problems, or not all, but a lot of the problems that I witness out here, the main one is undervaluing work. So I'm going to summarize this segment and then I'm going to cut it, I'm going to conclude this segment and on to the next. Um, main one is undervaluing work. People will undervalue your work if you do. Plain and simple. Whether it's trade, whether it's not. So even for trade, I don't put out as many photos anymore. I used to put out 20-some photos. Now I don't. I put out sometimes five, depending on the shoot. I put up 12, depending on the shoot. Value your time and your work. <coughs> Excuse me. What else do I talk about? Um... I talked about so much. I'm, 
I apologize, but you know, like I said, I didn't take any notes. But one of like, oh man, I can't believe. Hold on. Well, the devaluing of work is the main one. The other one is busting your ass uh, for all the wrong reasons. Because I know I've done it. <coughs> uh, I mean, there's a, and of course, the marketing scene out here is weak. So, just got to take in account those things. And progress. So, well, yeah, so another issue is, to summarize, is that too many photographers are doing a lot of trade work when we should be doing a lot more paid work. Now, I don't know if it's actually possible. I don't think it's impossible, but that's one of the things. (coughs) And again, it goes back to the modeling scene out here. It's it's not New York City, okay. If you're doing like fashion, you gotta go to like New York, Paris, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, it's Hawaii, and there is a mark. There is a modeling scene out here. I'm not saying there isn't, but that's one of the things. So that's that's one of the issues that that exist. A lot of models aren't really like they're not pro models. Amateur, parameter, whatever, they are not doing it for a job. They're not doing it to get paid. And even if that were the case, you, the photographer, would get paid by the agency, not the, not the model. Although, <coughs> if you're not working with models, you're working with clients. They may not be a model, so that's there's pros and cons to working with models versus clients. Anyways, I'm sure I missed something, but if I did, please put it in the comment section. If there's something that, uh, <clears throat> for another topic, another discussion that I should add later on, I can even add to this cast as a, you know, afterthought or something at the end of this. I can always change it. It's not set in stone. It'll be kind of weird, but I can change it up a little bit I can add I can take away but you know I can't I can only do so much so anyways I'm gonna conclude this segment and uh, I'm gonna finish it up in the next segment called solutions so stay tuned for that Excuse me, I have a throat lozenge in my throat. is just, oh, jeez. Anyways, welcome back to this segment. In um, this segment, I'm going to talk about the solution. So, before I begin uh, talking about the solution, I'd like to talk about, well, I want to ask a question. I want everyone to just, whether you're a photographer, whether you're a model, whether you're a makeup artist, what, it doesn't even matter if you're even in the art industry if you're working if you're working a, a regular job and you're, you ask yourself this question 
Because I ask myself pretty much every day. And, and I'll, I'll keep asking it until I'm just so freaking sick and tired of asking it. Until I freaking move on to something better. What is it? Oh my bad. I have Twitch in the background. Let me just turn that down. What is it about me that's valuable? What is it about my work, my experience, my craft that's valuable? And who is it valuable to? And if it's that valuable, then what am I doing to make it better? Or what am I doing to value myself more so I'm worth more? Whatever your job is, whatever your craft, whatever your career, whatever that is, ask yourself that question. And you may find it, you'll be surprised. Now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this in the next segment about how what is it that you do that's valuable about your time, your craft, your career, what you're doing. So you've been waiting for the solution. I mentioned the many problems in the last segment. And the problems aren't just an internal thing. There, is, there are also external problems. Things that we really can't, we don't have control over. And that's fine. There are always things we're going to have control over. And there's always going to be things that we're not going to have control over. That's why we adapt. We evolve. Not just as people but as artists as photographers as you can tell in my demeanor I'm more calmer in this I am still just as passionate but it is kind of late at night and I don't want to be too loud so that's the main reason why I'm a little quieter so where do we begin well let's first look at Look at ourselves. Look at what we do. What, how can we solve this problem? I suggested earlier that, uh, actually, one of the things I mentioned to a fellow photographer was that, you know, the networking aspect, the meeting up, I think that's key. It's not the only answer, but it's key to solving a problem. When I was starting out as a photographer, I would study, I would watch hundreds, and I still do, I still watch videos. I would read many articles about you know, how to work my camera, how to do this, how to work Lightroom, how to work Capture One, how to work Photoshop, whatever. How to work, you know, whatever, in every situation. Whether it's fashion, whether it's beauty, whether it's headshots, whether it's freaking shooting on a mountain. I don't know. I, I've never done that, but it doesn't matter. When I'm doing that, I'm seeking someone that's better than me. 
in something. And if they are better than me in something, I seek them out. I ask questions. I consult them. Basically, in my eyes, they're my mentor. One of the things that I've noticed out here is while there is a big group, a big network, and <coughs> as of recently, I've been meeting more and more photographers, different events, uh, different, like we have dinners every Thursday. If you're in the Hawaii area, Honolulu area, you're more than welcome to come out. Um, just comment for details. Anyways, so we go to these dinners almost every Thursday. We'll be kind of dropping the ball recently, but I feel that one of the ways that we as, and I'll just say artists, artists or just people, people developing in our field, in our craft, that we meet up, and we have these conversations, we have these discussions about, you know, why, why is this not working? Why is this or that? Prime example is, why the hell, <laughs> I, get, I get a little hostile here, but well, why is it that, you know, we do what we do, understand and like I said, not all models are like this. However, there are few, and I've only ran into a few in, in my experience, but I've heard the, the crazy stories about the model, you know, that's once, so you know, are my pictures gonna be ready, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now keep in mind, I personally, I work a job. I have a full-time job. Um, I also have a, a part-time thing. I do my craft on the side when I have time. And I don't always have time. I've been kind of under the weather lately, so I've been doing very little of anything. And that takes away from my work. It's, it is stressful in itself because I cannot work on my vision. Or I have to work. I have to take most of my day and do something I don't really care about. I don't really think that's a secret for people that know me. Time. If there are models or anybody that's listening to this, please think you're not the only one that's busy you're not you, know, you may be going to school taking class you may have three jobs you're not the only one that's busy so when someone ever says oh please have those photos to me by tomorrow first of all if it's a trade shoot we're not getting paid granted if it was a paid shoot it will take top priority over any other shoot that I'm doing right now Hands down. And I would have those, ex I would expedite my work. Because you're the client, you're paying. And that's my service. I want to provide. I, I don't want to let 
my clients down. The only reason lately, I wouldn't say I'm slacking, but I just, it's been a weird two months for me. A lot of shit's going on, a lot of life's happened, and I wouldn't say like photo shoots are stressing me out. In fact, I love doing photo shoots. The planning can be stressful because of different circumstances such as weather or traffic. I hate freaking traffic and I hate driving in it if I don't have to. That's one of my pet peeves. Like, you know, we got to do this at the right time. Otherwise, we're going to get bogged down in traffic, which which has happened. And it's like, it takes away. It's like, it's a time suck. It's a major time suck when you can be doing something else. That's why I like to plan accordingly. So it's one of those things. Like, we're all human. I am not a superhuman. And I wish I was in some aspects. But truth is, I'm not. I'm trying my best. And I got some of the model. I've told a few models. I am. I'm trying my best. But if I'm bogged down with stuff, I don't like to do anything. I may play a game. Because that's the only thing I can do. I may watch something. But when I'm doing, like, when I'm working on a shoot and I'm just not feeling working on a shoot, I feel like I'm not doing my best. And when I'm not at my best, I can't do the best work possible. And if I'm not doing the best work possible, that's what, that's what kind of like, it, it really messes, it really bothers me. I know I've kind of gone on a tangent about it. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I've kind of gone on a tangent, um, but it's all relevant. It, everything I'm saying is life. It's true. It happens. Yeah, this is real shit, and we go through it. There was a. There's a. One of my one of my favorite photographers, uh, she posted something about, you know, it's she said something about how it's been I, I, I don't remember the exact what she said, but she said something, you know, it's been like a you know, it's kind of a She's been kind of suicidal, but you know, not, not really. But when she said it, she was like, you know, I'm, it's been a rough, you know, it's been a rough month, it's been a rough few weeks, and you know, if there's something going on, please get help. So it's not just, it's not just like me or my fellow photographers, anybody that's just, just like. Oh, we're, we're very stressed out, you know, or or whatever, whatever. I mean, this this is, happens to like people that that inspire me. It's happened to my mentors, people that I look up to. It's life. 
And uh, I responded and and I was actually surprised because she had never actually responded to me before. So I know she was paying attention to like different comments. But I said something like, you know, take care, you know, get better. And she responded to me, which has never happened before. And I thought, I thought it was the coolest thing. Because, you know, I look, I look up to her. Which is one of the people I look up to. And I, I was hoping that, you know, whatever it is, you know, she gets it soft. You know, because it, it's a real thing. Like I said, I've kind of gone on this tangent. But it's all relevant. It's all relevant to the solution. One, and I mentioned this in the last segment, is yes, work hard, put in the effort, you know, go out and shoot, especially if you're new, shoot as much as you can, get the practice in, do as many trades as you possibly can put your hands on, but there does, there does come a time when practice isn't practice anymore, and if you're not progressing, you're only maintaining, and that's fine to an extent, if you're only maintaining then what are you doing? What is the ultimate goal? I don't know. I found myself in a situation, so I'm not just pointing fingers. I'm guilty as much as anybody else, but life is a lesson. And if you really have a passion for something that you're doing, then by all means, you should be focusing on that. And not only just that, but getting better and getting better, better than you were the day before. That's one of my that's one of my philosophies in life. Improve so you're better than the day before. I don't always live by that, pro- that philosophy, and that's on me. But I try. Not just photography. But in everything I do. And like I say, I fail. I fall on my face all the time. I'm not perfect. But I'm trying. I really am. And there are a lot of photographers, there's a lot of artists, makeup artists, even models. I'm not just pointing out, like I said, I'm not pointing out a group of people. You know, because I, I've been harping on models, it's because it is a big deal. Even for makeup artists. There's models, there's models out there that they don't credit their work. They don't credit, you know, a makeup artist's work after shooting for like one or two hours, three hours sometimes. It's like, what's up with that? Disrespectful. Certain models, they'll put on a cheap ass Instagram filter on top of the work that's already been done. Why? And you know, I had to talk to a model. I had to, you know, I had to, hey, you know, that's not a work. What are you doing? And she was respectful. And I told her, you know, just if we're gonna do that, don't credit me. I don't want, I don't want any part of this. You can credit Instagram, you can credit Facebook. Don't credit me. It's not my work. Plain and simple. Cause it's not. It's a cheap ass filter. I put in the work. But you know, some models don't know. You just gotta tell them. It was, I feel that's very disrespectful. That's like going into an art museum, look at the Mona Lisa, and be like, you know, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a red, um, a red film on top of it, like a paint, a red film 
just over it. And so it looks different. I don't know. I don't know why anybody would do that, but again, I don't know why anybody would use a cheap ass Instagram filter. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's, it sounds absurd, and it is, but it happens. So, solutions, because I've kind of, I, I wouldn't have gone off point here, but I mentioned about busting your ass, right? Great, put in the effort, put in the work. But if you're not going anywhere, you're spinning your wheels. Focus on something, whatever it is. That's one solution. Uh, don't, and I'm not just, it's not just coming from me, it's coming from the knowledge of many photographers that I've, I've observed, that I've learned from. If you're not focused on something, you're gonna do everything. And if you're doing everything, that means you're not focused. If you're not focused, that means your work is probably not gonna be as good as it could be. And that kind of goes back to why why work our why, why why work hard and you isn't necessary. We already put in enough work as it is in a project, a shoot. Why are we editing 50 plus photos? What is the purpose of it? No, I'm not saying I've done that, but I know people that have. You know, whatever, whether it's 50, whether it's 20, I used to do 20 something photos. Actually, there was a shoot, I did 40 something photos. No lie. And as I mentioned before, I wasn't using Photoshop, so the edits were quite easy. But now I can't. Because I've improved the quality of my work, I don't put as many edits out. I don't, I'm not busting my ass because even right now, I'm a few shoots behind because of many things. Like I said, life happens. I'm catching up. But if I'm spending my time doing all this work, if I'm doing it for the gram, is it really worth it? I don't think so. And I know I'm, like I said, I am freaking guilty of it. That's why I'm like, you know what? Instagram is not my only source of exposure any longer. I've branched out, I am branching out. As I speak, I am branching out to other platforms. And you're more than welcome to ask me what those platforms are. I will share the knowledge, share the knowledge, you know, but that's a topic for a different day. I realize Instagram is the thing, it's the popular thing, but if you think about it in hindsight, photography, I mean, Instagram wasn't really designed and call me, call me crazy. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think, no, in fact, I know Instagram was not designed with a photographer in mind. It was not designed, in fact, when it first came out, you had this one by one aspect ratio for pictures. And it was simply that. 
people over time started using it as a place to present their work for more exposure, and that's what today is. So presently, people do that, they put their photos up there for exposure, including myself, and it's all, it's all great. Problem is, Facebook, not to say things bad about Facebook, but they are a business, they are a company, and they are, they are to make money. Whether you're a photographer or not, whether you're an artist or not, whether you're a model or not, they're going to make their money. And yes, while you can gain exposure on Instagram, I don't think it's the optimum place for artwork. Why do I say that? Excuse me. First, before I answer that question, uh, there is a cosplayer I follow. Uh, She does some erotic cosplay. So it's not always things that are family friendly I don't mind it but there are people in the Instagram universe or even haters that don't not so much and her account got suspended so she is fighting to get her account back probably hundreds of thousands of pictures I was in a similar situation actually, not on Instagram, but a different platform, I won't say what it was, but it got, (coughs) excuse me, it was suspended indefinitely, and so I had to create another account, and it wasn't Instagram, (laughs) I won't say I didn't, I didn't have anything suspended on there, but it, so I had to, Long story short, it was a painstaking process to build and rebuild what I had lost. And it sucks. It it sucked. It sucked really bad. And this cosplayer, she's like, you know, if I don't get this stuff back, I'm just, I'm going to quit cosplay altogether. And I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I'm thinking to myself, why, why is a cosplayer or a model so invested in a platform and and this is this is the point I'm trying to make it also is a problem it's a bigger problem but it's also it, it also stems to a different not so much a different topic but it can be a topic of its own a lot of people focus on Instagram and that's the thing that's the one thing I say Instagram is great for exposure. However, don't make it the only one thing you're you're focusing your exposure to be on. Don't let it be your one platform because if something happens, and granted, Instagram might be around five years from now, it's not a certainty. We've seen social media platforms come and go before, and Instagram, Facebook, I mean, they're pretty strong, 
but there are other platforms on the rise that are frankly better at they're better for artists they're better for creators than say Instagram or Facebook now Instagram or Facebook's more of a business thing that's where that's where both those platforms actually shine in the business realm they are idea for exposure because it's popular people see it people don't necessarily see other platforms that aren't as popular so I'm thinking to myself okay going back to the cosplay here why is she gonna why is she gonna like just stop all she's very talented and granted if I lost my stuff if I lost my account for whatever reason granted I, I, I try to follow the rules and everything but you know censorship so I branch out to another platform if I want to post things that break Instagram's rules but are okay on the other one so I'm thinking to myself why I mean why would you give up everything you've worked so hard for granted thousands of pictures okay it does suck royally but why would you give it all up just because a platform denies denies you and it's saying basically you're you know they don't give a damn about how creative you are they are a business people have to realize people have to realize this that Facebook is a business they are there to make money they don't care so if you post a photo of somebody exposing their breasts yeah that's bad for them because it breaks the rules people complain about it and then people complain on Facebook and say hey why are you letting this user you know do this that's all it is I mean Instagram could very easily change the rules if they want of course there's a movement free to nipple hashtag free to nipple just for example I mean there's, there's plenty of things out there that people do that you know aren't necessarily IG friendly but this cosplayer was willing to just give it up and so this is what I did I don't even know her that well I met her one time I met her once at a co- um, at a at a convention so I told her why are you focusing something along the lines of why are you focusing so much effort on one platform and, and, and second why would you give up everything because the platform denies your creativity very talented very talented chick you know but she's willing to just give it all up because the platform is like you know what we're gonna just suspend your account because you're not following rules we dictate what's creative not you that's basically what they're saying uh, another photographer posted something earlier about how our view and vision of what creative is is being distorted because and I, I, I made the statement that you know Instagram is pretty much like cosmetology 2.0 you, you walk in the stores see these magazines and all these beautiful women and you get a distorted view of what beauty is this is all relevant stuff and it's it's part of the problem but again going back 
I think I've gone too far, but just to kind of come back to home base, what the issues are, why, why photographers are, I'm just going to say, like, why artists busting their ass for very little? And there is no easy fix, but I would say, I will say this. The solution lies in yourself. It lies in myself and lies in everybody's. And sometimes you might need to learn something else to come up with a better solution. Say, for example, and this is actually truth. So there's photographers that they charge hundreds of dollars for a photo. Not to say that's a bad thing. But I don't necessarily see my photos being that, you know, worth that much. And then they probably, they could, they could be though. They could be, right? Valuation. I'm going to talk about valuation in the next segment. <coughs> Excuse me. That's probably loud as fuck. I, mean, I, I, really, I, I really do apologize for that. I got pissed like a racehorse. Holy shit. And I'm back. Yes, I had to go really bad. And I gotta remember my train of thought. But the solution, like I said, the solution is not easy. And there's many solutions. They're not always easy, they're not always apparent. One of the things our group of photographers are talking about right now as we speak is we're a group of all very extremely I know you use a lot of adjectives but extremely talented and skilled individuals there is no reason why None of us, and some of us have a business, some of us get paid to do their work, but there's no reason why any of us should have to be a starving artist. I want you to think about that. There's no reason why we have to bust our ass, and not to say it's for nothing, but if you're not progressing, then it is for nothing. You're wasting your time. We don't have to be a starving artist. Whatever you are, whatever you're doing, not necessarily photographers. Like I said, this is not exclusive. And I mention it because that's what I do. If I was a makeup artist, I would talk about that. So that's included automatically. And going back to the photographer that was offering her work for a very low price for a lot of work I think it was like 20 plus photos out of it that's a lot and I know she had mentioned that you know, I, I've tried to build my portfolio that's fine that's very fine there's nothing wrong with that I mean, at least she's getting paid, right? At least she's getting something out of it. 
Hopefully. <clears throat> I'm not saying trade is wrong. I'm not saying that I'm going to give up trade. Like I said, I I love collaborating with different models, hairstylists, because of the fact next few projects I have coming up, they're mostly trade. Because they are something that I've never done and something I want to get better at. So... And it also keeps my tool sharpened. <laughs> what I mean, a tool, it keeps my craft. You know, I'm shooting. I'm still, I'm getting more experience. As long as I'm learning something, as long as I'm progressing, then I don't see anything wrong with trade. At the same time, though, if I'm not getting paid, because, you know, I, I pay for all this equipment. And... If it's just, if I could do this for fun, let's put it this way. If I could do this for fun, and I didn't have to worry about paying bills or anything, I would be fine with that. I would totally be fine with that. Somebody just pay my bills, you know, pay my flight, pay my travel. And that's what it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to be able to do what I enjoy, do what I love, do what I'm passionate about, and it not feel like work. And I can still, I can still pay my bills, I can travel whenever I wanna be, and some people do that. That's what you would call the dream career. Doing something that's not work because you are so passionate about it. I'm not saying it's easy, I, I know it's a challenge to get to that point when people that do have worked their asses off most of their life. I mean, even for a short time, just for the very focused goal. I mean, that is a goal for me. To get to a point where I can quit my job and finally do something I enjoy and be passionate about. I'm going to keep harping on this. Like I said, I don't think trade is a bad thing. But there's a time and place for it. There's a time and place for anything. So when I mentioned about the model that she wanted to work with me, she wanted she she loved what I did, and I I told her, you know, hey, you know, here's my rates. I could have been better about it. Yes, I was not in a I wouldn't say I was in a bad mood, but I wasn't like exactly feeling 100%. And I was like, you know, to myself, I was busy. That weekend, anyways, I was doing other things. I, I could squeeze her in there. I could, I could just bust my balls, you know, bend over backwards and fit her in there. Yes. But I was thinking, you know, well, this is this is an opportunity here. And going back to the SWOT, SWOT analysis, that's opportunity. It's external, right? And if you're not taking advantage of the external opportunities, I'm not saying you got to take advantage of people coming here from somewhere else or even locally but if you're not taking those opportunities even just a brain cell that thinks you know this is an opportunity that I can make some money and it's not even like that it, you know I was talking to this group they're um, they're like a booking agency they they don't necessarily do weddings themselves but 
they know a lot of people they're networking um, that are in the wedding photography etc cetera, etc cetera, industry and I, I mentioned I was like I was talking to you know it's not about the money the money's great but it's more about the passion for me it's more about the passion and I think that is one of the problems and the solution is easily well again nothing comes that easily but the solution for that is easily well I also don't want to work my job for the rest of my life so I would love to do this to become that that income so I'm not doing that that's the solution right become a business full-time business that's not gonna be easy but it is feasible I'm trying to give you solutions here this is a solution segment well that, that's an avenue I will probably redo my intro but this is not for somebody that's not seeking a business and that's doing it for fun or doing it as a stress reliever however a conversation did come up on Facebook, the Facebook group I'm in, um, about photographers that hurt the economy. When I say the 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 artist economy, because we live in an economy, and I'll state this: our the economy in Hawaii, for example, is that so many people have this talent and do it for quote-unquote free and nobody has to pay for it and that's the problem the solution happens one person at a time one network at a time one meeting at a time I'm not saying give up trade don't give up trade work trade work is your bread and butter for portfolios it always has been. And including paid work too. You can also use paid work for your portfolio. There are many photographers that when you see their portfolio, it's all paid work. It's paid for by the model. It's paid for by the agency or whoever. They have a very, very well-developed portfolio. One photographer, he was doing an interview. He asked this question. He said, like, what would you do if you were starting out and you could tell yourself something around the time you were starting out? He said, he said this, I, would, I wouldn't do as many free shoots. I want you to remember that. Because I'm trying to. I really am, and another reason why I've been stalling and not doing as many shoots is because I am developing something. I'm developing, not just a portfolio. My portfolio, I would say, is pretty good. Now, and well, people would agree. So it's not just me saying that. It has come a long way. People have said that, you know, you doing a great job versus last year. But... It can always be better. One. And two, if I got paid to do shoots, I could buy more equipment. 
I wouldn't have to spend my hard-earned money working my job I didn't really care for and doing that or driving extra to do that because sometimes I drive for Lyft so yeah but yeah going back to it it's you know if you if you do this for fun this podcast isn't really for you but keep in mind that there are photographers there there are hairstylists even models they're trying they're trying to get their name out there and if you're giving out 20 photos 50 photos 100 photos for a shoot for just trade you're hurting the economy and um, it's not a good thing because if a model knows they can get their shout their shoot for free and that's another thing if a model okay I'm gonna say this first and I'll go to the next my next thought but if a model says hey I love your I love your style and decides oh because you're charging they jump over to somebody else that's not charging that's a problem why is that photographer not charging if that model values their work what is the problem what is what is the problem with that that is a problem because they obviously value the work of somebody else even if they don't have to pay for it oh my gosh what a concept and there lies the problem I totally lost my thought process um damn okay I know it has something to do with the models uh hold on yeah I totally lost it I I, I hopefully it comes back to me cause I'm like I don't know man <sighs> that's alright I was talking about a model and why would she jump ship and be like oh I'm gonna choose this guy cause such and such is not charging me money hey I understand like if people are friends you wanna do a shoot I, I just literally did a shoot for a friend myself I don't mind like it's a trade shoot I did it for a friend she's here from Alaska she comes like whatever but it wasn't a big deal I'm not busting my ass to fucking make it happen you know and at the same time not being lazy but because the shoot I know I'm quite capable it's not a big deal I, I pull it off the editing is probably not going to be that much although I will work hard on it but the other model in question I didn't know her she liked a few of my photos and I was like you know you like my photos let's shoot or you want to shoot? It's like yeah, I'd, be, I'd love to. Blah blah blah. You know, off my rates, I got crickets. She jumped ship. Two other photographers. Uh, one I know personally. The other one I don't know. But they both do great work. She probably even charged one of the photographers. That's another point. It's not necessarily a problem. 
because this is also for models as well so if a model is good enough or if the photographer is asking for something that they normally don't do and for this example I'll use nude then by all means I mean some models are okay doing nude for trade but some aren't or some won't get paid because it's their time I totally understand that I get that so by all means charge for your time it's value yourself right I'm not going to start a movement here when I'm, t- when I'm saying this but I'm not going to pay a model for not good necessarily and I've done it a few times to get the desired results sometimes it's a necessary mean I do it rarely I rarely do it so if you're, if you're a model listening to this don't expect me to pay for a shoot now we can do trade but even that's limited depending on what it is so again I've been talking about solutions if you're unsure what you want what you could be doing trade for look at what you need to work on for me it's boudoir I need to do more boudoir work I haven't done it because it's not an opportunity that I always have but it was something I would love to do and love to do more of because I don't have the much opportunity then it's a high demand for me but it's not super high where I need to pay for it but it's high enough where I will do trade now I feel that's sufficient so if it's something you need to work on get better at by all means do trade and even pay for it if necessary that's kind of like the, the paradigm of you know how good are you if you're not that good it's a risk for the model if you're great or let's say if you're good do trade if you're great you might want to consider charging it's kind of a good skill to, to go by at least at least in my mind it makes sense same for a model. If you're good, then do trade. If you're great, and you know you have like a very high demand of people asking to do shoots, you should probably charge. But on the other side of that, if you're not as good, starting out, trade is where you're at, and you might want to pay for your shoots. There goes the seesaw of the balance between trade and pay. I just broke it down in layman's terms. If you don't understand that, please, by all means, comment. Ask the question. What other solutions? So what I talked about external problems, the threats. The modeling agency isn't that great. Okay, focus on something that is great. Or create something. There is this... Uh, woman she did this fashion show she pretty much created it out of nothing after she was diagnosed I have to look at the backstory but she was diagnosed with something 
That was pretty catastrophic. She was in the army, and the army was her career, but she couldn't fulfill. She couldn't go on any longer because she had collapsed. Literally, she was doing a physical test or something. She collapsed, and the doctors gave the diagnosis and said, you know, hey, you know, you have this thing, and you you can no longer do. You can no longer do army anymore. And that was her thing. So after that, she decided, you know, she was down for a few months or something like that. I mean, yeah, it was life. It sucked, right? She created this fashion show. She was like, you know, I'm going to have all shapes and sizes, all races in there. Fashion show was amazing. But she created that with the help of people, people she knew and formed this network of models that I've never seen before out here. Made it. But you know that took a lot of work, right? That took an amazing amount of planning and execution. Majorly, and I was a photographer for the, for the event. Majorly. Major. So... I'm not saying it's easy. Don't get it twisted. Solving the problem is not going to be easy. What's easy is looking to ourselves and saying, I can do better. And all you gotta do is say that. Whether you believe it or not, will come in time. But if one woman can create a fashion show that I've never seen before out here, then why can't a group of photographers create something Hawaii has never seen before? And I say this because I created a group dedicated to bringing together artists, photographers, set designers. Uh, movie creators, filmmakers, etc., 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 on Facebook. But I, I created this years ago. I didn't yet realize the full potential that it had. And it's something I'm focusing more efforts towards creating a network. Not only a network, but a movement. And not. I don't talk on my ass when I say this, but I'm human too. And I have the tendency to move slow because sometimes I'm uncertain or I feel like this is, this is an uncertain thing in my life. So I want to take it easy. What I should be doing is running, fucking running, running towards that goal. I don't always do that, but sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm in a great mood, like, yo, we're gonna just do it. You know? I'm a human too. I have my doubts. I shouldn't, but I do sometimes. And that's what slows me down. That's my personal problem. We all got them. We all have this, this, this thing that's like, oh, hey, are you sure you're good? You know? 
It's like, no, 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 no. I know I'm good. Don't get it twisted. I know I do good work. And so that takes me to the next segment. Please stay tuned. I know this is a long cast. I never mean for it to be long, but it happens. So I hope I wrapped up the solutions in a nice, if I can summarize real quick, is if you're working towards, if you're doing trade, make sure you're progressing, make sure you're getting better, make sure you're developing your craft, and make sure you're not doing it for nothing, for the most important part. As far as, damn, I lost my train of thought. I, I, I had it. <laughs> it's all good. Anyways, I hope you guys learned something from this. And again, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not pointing out a group of people. But we all as a community can come together and come up with solutions. We can create something that's never existed before. I've seen it firsthand. So why can't we do it? And again, not to point fingers, but if a photographer from who knows where in the world comes here, has a, full, a, 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 a workshop and charges $700 for a photographer to come to that workshop. Granted, a lot of planning goes into it, so I understand it. I understand the logistics. I understand finding a location. I'm going to talk about this in the next segment. Value. Value. And don't get me wrong, I have considered paying for such a workshop. But do I really need to do it and can I justify it is a question. Can I? In some ways, yes. In other ways, no. I'm going to elaborate that in the next segment, so please stay tuned. Um, enjoy this quick, brief musical break. And I'll be right back. Welcome back to the, the segment. And in this segment, I'm going to talk about how you can value yourself. Now, I'm going to go back to that question. How in the world can I make myself worth to whoever is seeking my services, my talent, my craft, my work? Now, this is a very, very important question. If you're going to be doing whatever you're doing for the long term, and if you want to continue doing it, because if you don't ask the question, then I guarantee somebody will ask it for you. And I'll go and I will say this, I will keep saying it over and over, that if you don't value your time, then guess what? Nobody else is going to value your time more than you will. Granted, there are people... There are models, people you work with, that will value your time and do appreciate your work. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people that don't. 
they, for whatever reason, they, they won't pay. Not a dime. Sometimes they won't even donate. Why is that? Why is that exactly? This is the biggest, biggest hurdle that I've seen, even with myself. The biggest hurdle most photographers face is evaluation of your work, your, 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 your photos, whatever you're doing. Filmmakers, it don't matter what you do. It comes down to this. Think about it in terms of what you do. I'm not making this stuff up. Like I said, a lot of the information I get from my mentors, photographers that inspire me. Okay. So, you don't got to take my word for it, but take my word coming from some very talented individuals. They're doing a hell of a lot better than I am. For starters, I wonder the earpiece is kind of weird. Switched it up. So, how do you value yourself? You do it in what? you can do your experience right what exactly can you do for people and probably primarily because I am a photographer I'm gonna use that example when you do a photo shoot what goes into a photo shoot well, perhaps you can help people out but before I answer that question I'm gonna go back to what I said in the last segment before I uh, ended it about there are, well, there is one workshop, not, not necessarily a workshop, but it is a, an event, whereas photographers and models alike are invited. However, there is a cost, extreme cost. <laughs> For me, I mean, I get a discount because I'm local, but... This goes back to me. I'm like, well, you know, $700 is a good deal compared to what the price actually is. And I shared the link with other people, like other photographers in the group. Yeah, one of them came up with the idea. I was like, well, why don't we do this ourselves? You know, we'll get a mansion, you know, Airbnb, whatever, whatever. And we do it ourselves. Why is it that we have to let somebody else do it for us and then we have to pay the price we're very talented individual right why can't we do it value my friends value professional photographers that have been in the game for a minute they have no problem showing how valuable their work is because they've done it so long so this, this event, so I won't say it by name. I think it's an awesome event. However, I, I can't necessarily justify the cost because yeah, I mean, there's, I can get my name out there, meet some models from the mainland, international, whatever. And I could do that, uh, this is seven hundred dollars. Am I am I really learning anything from it? You know, swimsuits, 
I have nothing against that kind of shit at all. But am I progressing? Can I, could I go out and do it myself is the question. And I believe the answer is yes. But the value they place on it, it's not, it's nothing wrong with that. Because the knowledge, the scouting of the locations, the planning, the, the flying of the models, well, I don't know if they're flying models out here, but the amount of work going into planning such an event does cost money. Question is, is it justifiable by me? Why am I paying that? If I can do it myself. One photographer, and I can't think of his name, but he listed out different things that a photographer should do to be successful. One of the things was teach other people. Be a mentor to other people. Because that in itself is valuable, am I correct? Well, if you're a beginner, you can't really do that and nobody knows you, but you can get your name out there if you're good and you do great work. You just have to keep doing and doing and doing it until your name gets out there. Say, oh, he's a teacher. But you don't have to just be a teacher. You can teach your, you can teach people that are just getting into it. Nothing wrong with that, right? Value. So the price is justified by them, but not necessarily by me to pay it. Because the way I see it, we could do some event like that ourselves. And granted, because of the knowledge that we have and we can pull together our resources, we don't have to charge as much if we're gonna charge. And I would hope we do charge because there's a lot going into it. Now, going back to my question, <laughs> I, I tend to lose my train of thought, but what is it that we can do that's worth it to somebody else? What is it about our services? And I come to uniqueness. There's something I, I failed to mention. I, I, I just thought about it. I just thought about the solution from the last segment. You know, the model that kind of jumped ship, picked another photographer. A solution would be not to be a copycat, but to be unique. Something that stands out. And it's, this also is very, very relevant to this. Being valuable. If everybody does the same thing, how valuable are you exactly? And that's, that, that goes back to the question, well, why do the same shoots over and over? I will harp on this because every freaking time to time, models mention, hey, you know, I'm tired of swim shoots. I'm tired of beachwear. But they do it to get their name out there. They do it because there's photographers that do it. They don't necessarily do it because they love doing it necessarily because there's a lot of photographers that do those kind of shoots. They're familiar with it. Personally, I like to switch it up. And I tell models this all the time. I like to do things, I like to do different things. If you look at my portfolio, you look at my IG, both of them, you notice that I like to shoot different things and different styles. I don't like to stick to the same thing over and over. 
because I get bored. Even if I do a beach shoot, swimwear, whatever, whatever, I like to do each one of them differently. I'll do it at a different beach. Maybe you should wear a hat. Maybe you should have a bottle of water, whatever. I try to do it. I try to like switch it up so every shoot isn't the same. Like I said, if you're not progressing, you're stagnant. And one of the, of the things you can do to be valuable is be unique. Now I know it takes time. A style is something I'm developing too. And without realizing it, I think I don't, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what the style is exactly, but the type of editing that I do has developed this thing that people have started to notice. Like, oh, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's something the same, even though the shoots are different. But there's something that's similar about them. Odd, huh? Because I didn't even realize it until now. I was like, oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, it takes time. Style is one of those things that's not a very easy thing to, to come up with. Unless you do it over and over and over. That goes back to the shooting. You gotta shoot a lot. So going back to the value, how how can I how can I create value? What what do you do as a photographer, for example? What do you do? To do a shoot, what do, what all goes into doing a shoot? I'll keep it basic. Planning, right? Planning is very planning is probably the easiest part of doing a shoot actually. You find a model, you find a location, you find a hairstylist, you find a thing. Okay, let me take that back. It's not exactly the easiest because every, everything has to line up. So it's actually one of the hardest things and one of the most important things of the shoot. So let me, yeah, let me take a step back and say, yeah, that's not the easiest thing. That is one of the most challenging things is planning. And if you don't execute it properly, you'll have a poor shoot. Hopefully not, but it happens. So there's planning. And once you get that all sorted out, the day comes, you get the gear. Some people, they bring freaking bags and wagons and everything like that. Everything like that. I like to keep it simple personally, but for the sake of the argument, if you got all that stuff, that's a lot of stuff you're lugging around. That's effort on your part. And if you're not as young, that's a lot of stuff, right? Think about it. All the work that goes into one shoe. And we'll just keep it basic. One one swim, one beachwear suit, shoe. Gotta find a location, right? Plan a day. Find a model. Well, hopefully you find a model first. Plan it out. Plan a day, time, location. You're a scout, right? In, in that situation, you're a location scout. And you're also a production manager. Wow, you never thought about it that way, have you? That's because people do that for a living. People get paid to do that stuff. Now, if you're just one person doing all that stuff, and you don't realize all the work that goes into that, you're selling yourself short. And, and believe me, I've done it many times. I sell myself short. For some reason, I had a shoot the other day. It was supposed to be a sunrise shoot. 
and then that didn't work out. And the reason why it didn't work out because the mom didn't wake up on time. What did I do to alleviate that situation so I wasn't left in the dust? Well, I got, got, got screwed because I was supposed to go to Westside, right? I was supposed to meet her at the place. Actually, that wasn't even planned out well. What did I do to alleviate that situation where I wasn't the one just kind of flapping in the wind? I told her, and I got this from a photographer in the group, I told her, hey, if I don't get a text by 4.30 a.m., because that's when I'm supposed to leave here to get over there, I'm not going anywhere. 4.30 past, 5.30 comes, or 5 o'clock, no text message. I could have called. I didn't. She wasn't awake. Or rather, she was out. And... I don't know the whole story. Anyways, case in point, I was fine. I didn't go anywhere. Instead, I worked on some edits, got some stuff done. Now, I have been on a shoot, went to the place to pick up the model, and they overslept. Sitting there for 30 minutes, calling, texting, no more. No more. I will not do that anymore. Value your time because there are people that won't do it for you. The only one that's going to value your time more than anybody else is yourself. Nobody else. That's something I'm still learning. I'm not perfect at it, but I am getting better every day, every shoot, every day. Even in my own life, even when I'm not doing photography, I'm finding ways to value my time better. And it's not easy. It's not always easy with all the distractions. Because, again, I got to work. But I have to do that to make money, pay the bills, etc., etc., right? Nobody else is going to value your time more than yourself. And if you don't value your time, if you don't value your effort, then what makes you think that somebody else will? If you're not charging for your work, or rather, if you're not charging enough for your work, how the hell are you going to make ends meet? Oh, that's, that's, that's a stunner. That's one of the questions I still got problems with. Because if I go even part-time business... That's what I, and I will. I'm planning on it. That's one of the main things, one of the main hurdles a photographer has, or just an artist in general, is pricing. One of the things we have lost in our current generation society is that we've become, well, over the years, we have lost that entrepreneur spirit. Just in the last few generations alone, most people work for a living. Because that's how it was, right? You get a job, work 20 years, retire. Not so much anymore. Things are changing. People are working 
two or three jobs or doing two two or three different things I like to call that a portfolio lifestyle exactly what I'm doing I don't just work one job I don't just do one thing I do a few things and those few things pay my bills and also progress my careers photography is one of those things except I don't make as much money as I'd like to but I'm getting there so you see how much goes into one shoot and I'm looking at it from a photographer's perspective there's a lot of moving parts here I mentioned the model I mentioned the hairstylist I mentioned the makeup artist and if there's a is a camera guy there it does video there's also that so that that's what we call man hours there's a lot of man hours at work so if you got five people doing one shoot that's five man hours that's a lot that's a lot of time right even just for one hour if you're doing a two hour shoot that's ten ten man hours Think about it. Think about the work you put in. Think about the planning. And then we haven't even gotten to post work yet. After the shoot, once the work is done, you know, and people got to realize once you're done pushing a button, as people say, I love when people say that. I'm a button pusher. Clear or not, dude. You do a lot more than push a button. You do a lot more than freaking snap a photo. Think about a shoot as a job. You can think about it as uh, event management or something like that. I don't know. But it's a small event. You got to get so many people together at at such and such location at such and such time. You're gonna spend such and such time there, get the the results, hopefully, wrap up, and then the after, the post work. Planning, shooting, post, delivery. That job, and if you're doing one hour, just one hour, photo shoot has now turned into how much time do you take to plan it out well it may take a few hours depending on who you're looking for to do to model to hairstyle the shoot may take one hour plan is going to take longer than that Post guarantee is going to take more than more than that. And delivery, maybe a quick, you know, five minutes email. Maybe you got to order a, an actual book, photo book. I don't know. When people see your work and they know the work, the effort, the time that goes into it. 
I think, and I actually, I, I believe and know that people, not everybody, people will respect you more, people will value your time more, because they know. Fellow artists, even models that do it on a regular basis, muses, they know the work that goes into it because they do it a lot. And the ones, and I'm not talking about the ones that respect us, that respect everyone's time. It's not just our time, everybody's time. When you're doing trade, everyone has a part to play. Everyone is collaborating. Everybody's time is extremely important. So don't look at it as, if, oh, it's just a photographer. No, I'm, I'm looking at it from that perspective because that's what I do. I don't model, but I understand it. When people see what you do, not just, oh, the photo, that's great, that's awesome. But do they really respect it? Do they respect your time? Do they value your time and the work? What I had a shoot. I had a shoot. I had many shoots. I had a shoot where the inspiration for it was Ophelia, and I believe that's from Hamlet, Shakespeare. We spent over three hours doing that shoot for so many photos. And all of them turned out, well, all of the ones that we decided on were stellar. They were awesome. Great. Most people won't know the struggle, the process it took to get to that point. I was in the park. We both were at the park, actually. I brought the changing room. I had the bag. We had the wade through a stream, get into the water. In fact, the model herself, she had to get into the water. She was like submerged fully, except for a face. Like she goes swimming. And people will see that in the photos, yes. It looks awesome, it was amazing. But it took a lot of hard work to get to that point. And I know one of the solutions is that we provide that information that hey I'm not just pushing a button guys I'm not a button pusher and every time I hear that or see that I'm like dude don't even respect yourself respect your work respect your time that's all I'm asking and I think if we started there if we just start there It's not going to happen overnight. There are always going to be people that devalue your time, your work. I know because I'm, I face it on a regular basis. It'd be great to shoot, but I won't pay for it, for example. Like I said, nothing's wrong with trade. Do trade to your heart's content, and when you're great enough, 
and tired of trade, tired of making money, try to get some money out of it. It's your passion, right? If you're doing it for the money, get the fuck out. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, failure work. A lot of people, they don't realize, and it's just ignorance, really. The successful photographers in this realm, the successful artists, makeup, hairstylists, even models, the successful ones, they will let you know what it is that they can provide you. Their value. What is going to make you pay for their service? And not everyone's going to pay. Everybody has a price point. Everybody has a willingness to buy, a willingness not to buy. I know that's a totally different issue right there in itself. And predominantly is one of the reasons why I don't focus my market on locals, the local economy. And like I said, that's a whole different topic in itself, but it is also part of the issue. It's a threat. It's an external threat, and there's very little we can do about it. That's the reality. So we focus on what we can alter along the way. And we got to start with us. Whatever you do, whatever you are, you start there and hopefully make a change. It's not, like I said, it's not going to come easy. It's not going to come overnight. But hey, we got to start somewhere. And I really want, I really if there's one thing, because I'm not going to be here forever. I'm not going to be on the, in Hawaii forever. But I would love to put together an event where is photographers, models, hairstylists, whatever. We're all pitching in. I mean, and even inviting people to come and pay money to come to an event. And Get some knowledge out of it. Learn something. Teach people. Teach people to craft. People want to learn. A lot of people want to learn. And a lot of people don't do it full time because they don't they don't when they, they don't know what they don't know, right? I read this article about it. There are successful artists. And if there are successful artists, then why not you? Why not me? Why take second best? Why be a starving artist when you don't have to? I'm going to end on that. Do what you want to do. But in the next coming months, I am personally going to do everything in my power to start valuing my work and my time. And I really hope if you're listening to this, whatever you are, whatever you do, 
doesn't matter if you're a photographer or not, that you value you you value your time and letting people know that hey, this is what I do. It's not that simple. It's not as simple as pushing a button. I set up stuff. I break it down. I edit. I develop. I produce. I scout out locations. Etc. 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 And hey, if you're making a resume, you've done all that stuff as one person. You have no excuse not to have that experience on your resume. None. If you're seeking a job out there that's similar, you have no excuse. And people will appreciate you. The people that don't, and there's always people that will, they won't appreciate your time. They will try as much as possible to get it for free as much as they can for whatever reason and they will take advantage of, of any anyone that thinks less of themselves that thinks that oh my work is not that good that's reality right well my work's not that good so I, I, I don't think I should charge for it I've been there I've been in the same place starting out Trust me, I know. It ain't easy to freaking go to the next step. If that's something you're interested in, if you're not, don't worry about it. Continue doing what you do, but always remember that we are a community and everybody gets affected. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, I'm going to end this here. I'm going to do my outro, and uh, that should be it for this. Please take the time and just think, that's all. That's my cast. Uh, just some closing thoughts, though. You're more better than you think you are. But if you're just starting out, don't get a big hit. Always seek to improve your work to get better. And focus on that. Focus on being better than you were the last shoot or yesterday. That way you can improve your value over time. Like I said, it's not going to be easy, but it's doable. And people will respect you for it. Anyways, thanks for listening to the cast. I hope you've learned from this as I am. And um, it's never, it's never going to be like one of those things that happens overnight, but it's, it's going to be a project. And, um, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Uh, please like and fo- <coughs> follow, excuse me, 
If you like what you hear, if you think somebody else will benefit from this, please by all means share this podcast. And I will see you in the next cast. I do have a few lined up from a few shoots. I've been slacking on that. So stay tuned. Cheers.